0: Oh, well, hello there, Griffin. This is Rob. <laughs> um, long time no speak. That's what's going on. Jeez, God, I know, man. There's so much been going on. Well, you would think it's busy, boy. It's just that you're busy and our, our schedules just don't line up. <laughs> That's just the problem. Um, but no, before we were recording this, I was just telling you that um, I haven't been to the movies in a while. The last one, I, actually, the last movie I saw was the Queen movie. Well, no, I take that back. Endgame was the last movie I saw. But the last horror movie I saw in movie theaters, I can't even remember the last horror movie. Like, real good horror movie. So, I actually... I'm actually going to the movies tomorrow to see... to see... to see this horror movie that just came out. I think you... Yes. Um... I'm intrigued. You know, like, I don't know. Like, it takes... You know, it sucks because I was, I was watching, like, uh, reviews on it, non-spoiler reviews, and even... The, I don't know. Like, I'm... I hate to say it because we're in the middle of summer of horror. You know, I, I know we've we've missed a week or two, but uh, it's, just, it's just tough because horror movies nowadays are just not pulling me in like they used to. But this trailer seems pretty legit. The monsters seem pretty cool. They're... If you look at the old book of the, you know, the, you know, of the actual story, the, the pictures of the monsters look exactly like they do in the trailer. So I'm pretty, to me, that means that they did a good job. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see that movie. So what's that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, well, you know what? Well, I'll say this right now. Good movie ethic, I can't even say educacy or edit, etic- whatever. Just here. Here's what me and my friends do. So. Yes, so there's a rule that me and my friends have. We've had this rule for the last 15 years. So anytime I go to a movie with another guy, and it's not a opening night where you can't do this, the first rule is you don't sit next to each other. Like you sit next to each other, but you put a, you put a. We usually put a chair in between us. Now that rule has changed over the years because now the chairs that are next to each other are like recliners and all this other good shit. But back in the day, the traditional movie theater chairs where you were so like on top of the, your neighbor. Um, the rule is when you go to the movies, if it's not packed, then you take it. You sit. You leave it a, a spot empty, and then you your friend sits. Uh, that's the first one. The other thing is, I never talk during the movie theater. I never, not even the, the trailers. There is a time. There's the car ride home. There is the when you walk out. We don't even talk about it until we get to the lobby. Now, the only reason why we don't talk about it until we get to the lobby is because if it's a – like I said, if it's a new movie, it just came out, 10 to 1, there's somebody in that hallway on their way to go see the same movie, and you're sitting there like – like I left Endgame. I went by myself. I sat next to some old guy. But when I walked in there, when I was leaving Endgame, people started talking like, I can't believe he – you know, this happened or this happened. And, like, man, what happens if someone in the hallway is sitting and waiting to go see this movie and you just spoiled it for them? Like, so, yeah. now. Okay, I'm a, I'm a huge monster fan. We've talked about this many times. So I love Godzilla. Yeah. You know it's I mean they already have these movies. they're just traditional Japanese monster movies, the Kaju is just traditional like literally the people are just second fiddle to these to these monster movies <laughs> well they oh Jesus go go, Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> uh, the the movie, the old man at the movie theater. Great feeling. It's always a good feeling. Ah uh. like with horror movies there's there's this oh let's go see a horror movie. everyone likes that rush of being jump scared but i also feel like horror movies are just so simple that you don't really have to pay attention to the plot just be a be, just be conscious enough to know that someone's about to get murdered and you're about to get scared so i always had this term like Growing up, you you know, there's always stereotypes and certain people that would go to the movies and they just talk too much or they're really loud. I, to me, that doesn't, you know, I just think it's folks that are either drunk or they're literally just, they're just there because they have nothing else to do and there's really no other good movie out. And um, because, all right, let me tell, I'm going to tell you the funniest thing that I ever heard um, during trailers and it was, we were, we were, I forget where we were. We were watching a, oh, oh, that's what it was. So I was at the movie theaters a long, long time ago to see this movie called Eight Legged Freaks. Um, you know, cheesy B movie. I call it a B movie, but it was, you know, it was high budget, but it's about giant spiders. Very, very horror ish, but comedy. And there was, yes, and there was a trailer for the next installment of Hannibal, which was called Red Dragon. And um, it was like first there was Silence of the Lambs. This is how the trailer went. First it was Silence of the Lambs, then there was Hannibal, and now there's and it was a pause. And this kid behind me says, "Chocolate pudding," really loud. And it was just it was it was the best thing I ever heard in my life. See, like I, you know, because I was young when Eight legger Freaks came out. I was still in high school, so this was like. That was the best thing ever, and we all did. the the whole The whole auditorium just laughed its ass off because, like, and then there was, and then this kid just said, "It chocolate pudding," <laughs> like really like, Oh man, that was. I don't know. I know. I know we're you know a little off topic, but that was that was just a funny. That was a funny story. So, but that's crazy that it happens. You know, I really love my favorite. I love going to movie theaters when there's no one else in the movie theaters. But I also I also like love when it's really packed because you kind of feed off the audience. I don't mind if there's certain people like they're loud screaming or like oh don't go in there don't go in there you know if I'm not invested if like if I'm there just to see a funny like I saw The Hitcher Um, that was that was a kind of a action horror movie it's about it you know a hitchhiker just killing people and and um, I saw that movie theaters and. I wasn't really paying attention to it. So, people were around me talking, so it didn't really bother me. Now, if I'm going there, this actually see a horror movie, like I, I paid money for this. Movie tickets are going up in price, at least up north they were. Down here, they're still relatively cheap. But up north, you know, an average movie ticket was $13, 15 And this wasn't even IMAX or anything else. This is just normal, standard D, you know, movie tickets. So, you're, you're, you're spending some money to see a movie, and then I understand people getting pissed off when they're talking. Um, I learned this because I had a buddy that worked at a movie theater. After you see the movie, even if you like it, go up to ask to see the manager and said the whole time there was these people talking the whole time and it ruined my experience. They'll give you a free movie ticket. I'm telling you that right now. I'm giving you the lowdown. So next time you're in a movie, make sure you're actually in a theater where there was a lot of people in there because then you really can't, you know, explain your, you know, you really can't defend yourself if it's just, you know a movie that's been out like if you would go to see Endgame now <laughs> it just wouldn't make any sense um, but yeah that's a, that's a little, little little trick little trick of the trade seen midsummer, but I know I've heard it was a long movie. I heard it was like over two and a two and a half hours long, or something like that <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's a good feeling because it feels like you rented out the whole theater. You feel like you're a fucking baller. Like, you just rented out the whole theater. Like, that's right. I'm screening this movie for myself. See that's that that's the thing. Like you know, we've we've talked about movie stuff before, in way long time ago, and like um about how like eventually it seems like movie theaters will won't be around. A lot of uh, ne- like Netflix just bought The Irishman from Paramount. It's not going to the movie theaters anymore. Well, actually, no, it is going to go to some movie theaters, but it's gonna you can just watch it on Netflix. And this is the one with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. Like this is a mobster movie that could kill it in the box office but you know but now it's like it's just it's going to netflix so these are the, the experiences that i think we're missing out on and i agree with you so like that's why like i i want to see this scary movie this you know this movie coming tomorrow i'm supposed to see it really late like i'm going over um another podcaster's house and he has his own studio he's also a musician so i'm going to go over there film on i mean i'm doing a podcast on his uh channel. And then afterwards, I'm going to this movie at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. And I'm going to watch it. And I'm hoping I'm scared. Like, I want to be scared. I haven't seen a good scary movie in a while that really got me. And I want to be scared because I want to – I feel like right now I've been holding back with scary movies. And I feel like if I see a good scary movie, that will just pull me right back in. Like, I am a huge fan of Jeepers Creepers. And it's weird. A lot of people don't like Jeepers Creepers. You know, all three movies I think were great. You know, and I, I like the idea of the monster from Jeepers Creepers, and it's just one of those things where I want that experience again. Because when I saw Jeepers Creepers in the movie theater, that's like one of my one of my all time favorite experience. Like you're talking about with a horror movie is Jeepers Creepers, the original in the movie theater. The other one was uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake, because that was fucking amazing. You know, speaking of that, I wanted to update you with some news. So Zack Snyder, who made you know remade Dawn of the Dead, you know, and you know obviously he he failed miserably at DC movies, uh, he's making a uh, zombie movie because zombies are fucking amazing. Uh, let me get the name of it real quick. I actually have it on the fa- our Facebook page on Couch on Fire podcast. I put a, I put a picture of it up as soon as it loads, you know the damn internet. Um but uh yeah, it's 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 called Army of the Dead. It's a now <laughs> but it's but it's going to be on Netflix. So yeah. 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 But I'm I'm excited for it though cuz he did an amazing job with Dawn of the Dead and this is Dave Bautista is starring in it. In, um oh yeah uh, I also think it was his co his uh the not the co-host the uh co-star yeah it wasn't a it's not a well-known character so I can see that. And I agree with you, but Dave batistas he's what you call one of those... He's a a jock. He's... uh, And, you know, not all jocks... I mean, not all jocks are stupid. I'm not saying he's stupid, but he definitely acts like a moron. That's why I think he'd be great. Like, I wanted to see... um, It was kind of a horror movie. What was it called? Um, Hotel Artemis. He was in that, and I wanted to see that movie. Oh, that movie's probably out by now. I could probably fucking go rent that movie. (laughs) Um... yeah yeah mm-hmm. but though but though like i mean yeah it's p g thirteen you know, you can still do a great horror movie, that's PG thirteen. You know you. No, that's no. I didn't say that. I just, I'm just, I'm saying like there's a, you know. Um. All right. Let's see. I'm gonna. Okay, well, I, I got some movies, I got some PG thirteen movies that I bet you you probably didn't even know they were PG thirteen, and you're probably like, wow, maybe it might change my mind. All right, The Ring, Six Cents, The Grudge, Araca, Arachaphobia. I know you might not. I don't. That that movie freaked the shit out of me. Insidious, The Quiet Place. Uh, these, are, these are all PG-13 horror movies um, and I think I think I, I, you know it's actually like I'm, so I googled this and your question is perfect your question is right there on the spot everyone wants to know would these movies even though they were profitable would these movies do better if they were rated R, or do you think that the reason why they were so profitable, because the ring was profitable, even the ring two was profitable, and they both were PG-13, what would have made that, you know, like what could you have done to make that scarier, the R-rated, like what what would have been different, like someone actually, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, I'll I'll say this, and I've told you this. This is really, I mean, so this is kind of borders the line of horror slash sci-fi, but they they both saddle each, they both like complement each other. But to me, this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and I've told you this many times. And that's Signs, and that was PG thirteen, and I think the the thing that made that scary was the fact that. Um, Of that, like you know, that one, there was one or two scenes that were really like, oh wow, I can't believe that happened. But it's just, if you, I, I get what you're saying. I do agree that R-rated movies, uh, R-rated horror movies, you know, horror movies should be R-rated. I, I do get that. But if think, I think if you're a good actor or an actress or a good um, screenwriter or something like that, I think you know you don't have to have an R-rated movie. Was Jaws R-rated? I'm trying to look that up right now. Nope, according to IMDb it was rated PG. Yeah, that, now this is IMDb, so it could be, I don't know. I do trust this source, but it's also, yeah, it was rated PG. They said not even PG-13. Now that doesn't make any sense. So I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm looking up one more. I'm going to look up one more to see just to, let me let me let me just look at this right here. Here we go. Na, 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 yeah, I know it made. I know the budget was that and it, made, it destroyed it. Okay. <laughs> Kudo. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm so this one it, it doesn't it doesn't say a rating. So the only rating I saw when on IMDb it said PG. So, yep. On the movie poster itself it says rated PG. So and a dog being it, eaten by a shark. Yes, this is PG. So now let's think about it. When did that movie come out? 75 or something like that in the 70s. So what the ratings back then were they a little bit more flugal? I mean, were they like like The Shining, you know, The Shining was rated R. But like so Yeah. Well, it's just something. It's something to to really think about because it's like, man. But then the Quiet Place was a good movie. I finally saw that. Um, I it freaked me out because um, I have a autistic daughter and it's hard for her to be quiet. So that whole movie just made me sick to my stomach. Like, because good movies make you feel like you're involved, and I was felt like I was there. Like I was like John. I was like, you know. I was like Jim from the office. You need to get the fuck down. <laughs> like you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like you need to be quiet. So it was definitely it was definitely something. Um, but yeah, I mean that's just crazy to think about. Like Jaws Jaws was ready to PG. You know. classic you shouldn't be listening to this horror podcast i mean this episode you know it's just I'm about to blow your mind. There's a let me. I looked up PG, not PG 13. So PG just means there should be a parental person with you, but PG 13 is more of like there should be, you should, you should be 13 to watch this. So PG. So obviously, Jaws, PG, 1975. So I, you know, just like you and I said it, maybe I thought maybe it was too, it wasn't around. So in 1982, there was this movie called Poltergeist that came out, rated PG. There was a another horror movie. Well, this one I can kind of see, but Gremlins. <laughs> like, you know, there. Now there's other. There's a couple other horror movies on here, but one of the earliest horror movies on here I never saw. It's called It's Alive, from 1974, and that was rated PG. So. That looks scary as shit right now. <laughs> Looking at this, I mean, there were some other ones. Okay, like the Burbs, Hocus Pocus, Teen Wolf, Little Monsters. Okay, that makes sense. These are kind of teeny kids movies, so I can understand PG, maybe even PG thirteen. But Jaws, Poltergeist, and even Gremlins. I mean, Gremlins was pretty graphic in some of the things. So that's just that. I never knew that. You learned something today. We learn. You're gonna. learn... Now, I looked up uh, Halloween, because I came out in the 70s, and Halloween was rated R. And, which, I'm trying to think why it was rated R. I think there was a couple of gr- scenes with girls in their panties. And Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's that's probably why. It probably would have got PG-13, I mean, thinking about it. But, um, man. I just, you know, it's, so I agree with what you said. With I, I do still agree with you, said, in the world we live in today, our I mean, our movies are just they're, they're, they're better. Yes. had this debate with friends for years or people I don't even barely know about how like every generation's, there's like to me the original Pet Cemetery is great I didn't like this remake I saw the remake I saw the trailer of it I just wasn't a big fan of it so to me it's just a nostalgia thing I, I recently just did I was on a show another podcast uh, called Our Mouse Overlord it's a Disney podcast and we were just talking about the remakes for Disney films and Disney announced that they're going to remake all the Home Alone movies. And I grew up in the 90s, so I'm sitting there like, man, you know, Home Alone's meant so much to me. How how are they going to do that now or like so with the whole It thing, there's certain huge Stephen King fans out there that are, you know, but I don't even think see the problem with Stephen King is I don't even think he really likes anything that he did until now. Like movie like every movie that was made from based off of Stevie King's, like, books and stuff, I don't even think he was a fan of until recent, like, uh, you know, recent takes on things. Like, I know he hated The Shining, so this, uh, you know, this Doctor, whatever is it called, Doctor Sleep movie, he already said that he, he, he got a screening of it and he absolutely adores it and loves it. But he hates Stanley Cooper's uh, version of Is it Stanley Cooper? What is his name? Yeah. Kubrick. Yeah, of The Shining. He hates the version of that. But fans absolutely adore it and love it. So, I don't know. The miniseries. See, I... So, I went back and finished It. There's a lot that happened. I know we've been gone for a while. Um, I did not see Hereditary, but please don't ask. (laughs) I did not see... Damn it. (laughs) Um, But I did finish... I did go back and see the rest of It. And, you know, it's definitely... Better than the miniseries, and I never, I never said it wasn't. But I, um, I'm still, I still, I would want to see the next one. I think the next one will probably be better than this first one, because I want to see more of the grown ups. I want to see more of the struggles that they have as an adult. Because I'm an adult now. Now, if I was a child, yes, the first one would be scary as shit, and it would relate more to it. Is it more like the books? P- absolutely. I mean, oh, I don't know. I didn't really read the book, it, but I'm sure it is more like it. There's more of an undertone of rape. There's more of an undertone of, you know, Daddy's touching me. There's more of an undertone in in the movie than there was in the miniseries. So it is a little bit more darker. But, you know, I know. I think it's definitely more violent because they're going to finally battle the monster. I really hope I see a turtle floating above a world. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I don't know. I really, I really hope I see some kind of weird, weird, weird shit. Um, I think there's going to be more more love story, more, you know, more battling. So more aggressiveness because you can do that with more of an adult actor. It's not just – I mean not, I'm not saying kids are not going to do that, but it's just I, – I think there's going to be more. I think there's actually going to be more flashbacks than you think there is. I think they're going to show a lot more of the kids than – People are not really thinking they are no, no, we'll see yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it could it could happen no pun intended (laughs) get it it can happen oh yeah so you know um i love you know this is why i love podcasting i love podcasting with friends you go in thinking you're going to talk about one thing and then life just makes you take a left you know a lot of people don't know griffin and i we had this plan we were going to talk about some urban legends now, I don't really know too much about urban legends. I know about the big stories like Sasquatch, which scares the living shit out of me, by the way. I'm not a huge fan of this Sasquatch, bear, you know, like, what is it? What is it called? Um, I just call him Sasquatch, but he's also known as Bigfoot. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Bigfoot. So that scares me because, I don't know. I think out of all the urban legends, he could be the most realist. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so we had this plan to talk about. A whole episode about urban legend, but life didn't make us go that way. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, do you have any? Th- I mean, I don't really know about a, a lot about urban legends. Do you have a lot to say about urban legends? Do you want to say it now? Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. I know <laughs> you've been talking about this shit since I met you <laughs> Um, I am not familiar so well I know a little bit but let's just act like I'm not because I want you to explain it to me and everyone out there that's listening okay I mean, if I'm around a fire and I probably just have some good hooch, you know, like I'm just like, what the hell is this shit? I mean it's kind of, that's that is kind of scary. That is very Yeah. Oh man, I know what you're talking about. Um, it's honestly like it's funny you say all this because it's kind of it's a little like why I'm scared of uh... basically why am I sorry I was being distracted why I'm scared of um, Bigfoot or Sasquatch the fact that there's a there's a basically a tall there's someone that so has so many qualities as we do but he's not like us. Like he's ten times stronger. Like he's, and he is just hairy and, like I don't know. It just he freaks me out. He is one of the urban legends. There's a lot of other ones. Blair Witch, you know the you know, the what is that called the, Slender Man and all these other urban legends. And those are cool and all. But for some reason I don't know what it is. The Bigfoot one just freaks me out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, the thought the thought that I could be in the woods and see this eight-foot-tall human but just kind of look like an ape kind of freaks me out. Like, I'm not prepared for that. Like, I'm prepared that, okay, if a bear comes, play dead or shoot it. Lion. I'm prepared for lion. I'm prepared. I mean, if I saw an elephant, I might run the other way. Um, but <laughs> I'm prepared for a lot of things because you're you're trained. You've seen these things. You've seen pictures. But no one's really. You've seen so many evidence on or or scripts or things like that that you only. It's like it's just a legend. Like you hear about it, but there's a reason why they are legends. Someone's seen this. Multiple people have seen skinwalkers or Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster or you know. So there's obviously. There's something there. It's not just made up, but but I don't know. It's the fear of the unknown. I think that's what it really boils down to. Yeah. <laughs> you know... You know, people people um people make fun of uh Dis um, not Disney, uh DC's uh Aquaman. I recently just watched Aquaman for the first time. It wasn't that bad. Um I love Greek mythology, so that's kind of falls in line with it because you know, the very first king of of Atlantis, you know, his his trident was forged out of the same metal of Poseidon. So it's like, you know, it, it all kind of falls back into that Greek mythology, but it goes back to what you just said. There's a whole nother world underneath us. There's a whole nother thing that like, or even Godzilla, like, uh, or the Kaju, these are some scary things that could just pop out of the ocean. And we really don't know because we really, we spend so much time trying to get to space and doing space exploration and then worrying about things on the surface that we really never, what's below us. You know, we've probably looked like four or five times as as humans, but what, what's really down there? Like, what's some scary shit? There was a movie that my grandfather made me watch in the 90s called The Abyss, and um, it's not really a horror movie, but it's very, it's definitely a sci-fi movie, and it definitely falls into that. It's kind of freaky thinking that there could be aliens underneath us, and it, this whole time we're thinking aliens are above us, but they're actually underneath us. And they're just waiting for us to fucking die. <laughs> like, it's kind of I don't know some weird. Sh- oh, I've seen the descent. <laughs> that's some. F- that's like hills have eyes. Uh, in in caves. <laughs> that's some freaky shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not too many good horror sequels out there anymore. So... You know it's, you know what's really scary. It's a really to me what's really scary, based on true stories or true events. When things are based on true events, when you see that in the beginning of a film, to me it, it just adds another layer to the cake, another layer. So that movie that you're talking about, you know you know it's real. So it's 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 just it, I don't know. It's just it makes it more scary because it's just the fact that. Okay, so you go to see Nightmare on Elm Street, that shit ain't real. You know it's not real, but I bet you in front in the movie in the when they, when Halloween came out in the seventies, I bet you if it would have said in the very beginning, based on true events, it would have made that movie even scarier. The fact that someone really did this. Now in in the in Halloween's defense, slasher film, yeah, someone really did do that. It's called a serial killer, but um. Yeah, I mean, to me, that just makes it more scary. So, you know, Harry and the Hendersons, if the, <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of me. That's supposed to be a comedy, but it's about Bigfoot. Um, that movie, oh my gosh, oh, I can just, I'm, I'm visualizing right now. It's freaking me out. Oh, um, You have no idea. There's a commercial for this blue. Oh. All right, so there's this company out there. They make mattresses or sheets and the com- and the company's called purple or like purple sheets or purple mattresses and there's this commercial it freaks me out like i getting i get panic attack i have an anxiety attack when i see it because it's like it's just a simple it's a mom it's like a mom a dad and a little baby sasquatch and the mom's just like oh you know i love my son so much but he always wets the bed and like i don't know it's some weird and it's just these big it's, a, it's like people they're Oh, 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 fuck this I'm done <laughs> that's how freak- freaked out I am with about Bigfoot. It's just one of those uh, uh, I think it i I think. Back in the at least all right, so let's let's just worry about the United States history. Back in the colonial days when kids couldn't calm down or kids couldn't um, kids the way for a way for parents besides beating the shit out of them, a way for them to control them, to make sure like you ever seen the movie The Village? I'm a strong believer so M. Night Shamelot made a movie called The Village. Stupid movie, but I understand the concept. Have you seen it? Because I'm about to spoil it okay okay so you've seen it so so the concept of the, the concept is there's this town there's this village of old amish or um quakers or you know this very colonial feel of a town and there's a monster that lives in the woods so no one can leave the town and come to find out the monster is actually a townsfolk you know the mayor or somebody else you know he's a town is basically the town is attacking is trying to prevent no one to leave the town because on, on the other side of the woods is today, you know, 2018, or 20, 2006, or whatever it came out. So it's, it's, it's today's world. But they're, they're trying to live in a world, you know, where – I forgot where I was going at. Oh, yeah. So to me, with the stories, I think that's how it was. Like um, I don't want my son to go play on those rocks, so I'm going to start a story. You know, I saw, I saw this giant, you know, New Jersey Devil – I'm going to call him the New Jersey Devil. But I, I saw this because that's an urban legend. You know, and it's also a hockey team. So I'm gonna, I saw this giant half man, half goat, half, you know, some kind of weird thing that eats people, eats little kids. And then it starts spiraling. And then I think that's what starts a lot of the urban legends. And then there's the other hand where it actually happens <laughs> and people, like, you know, but it's the telephone game. I can say, oh my God, my kids were abducted in the woods of an old town in Maryland and years later you saw like hundreds of bones of little boys and little girls. It could have just been a serial killer. But instead you blame a witch, a woman who lived out there, who was probably just wanted to be by herself, probably a nice cat lady. And <laughs> so, you know, it's just and and then next thing you know it's the Blair Witch. So I don't know. Legends. Yeah. <laughs> probably. They they knew, they knew. I'm just kidding. They probably didn't know. <laughs> um oh Jesus. That's a horror movie. That's a horror topic for itself. But, well, Griffin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Griffin, th- this this was a fun episode. Um, we were going to go in for one topic, end up talking about something else. But that's, that's this podcast, and that's fun. Um, I know we missed a week or two uh, this summer with the Summer of Horror. So I think we should just keep continuing the Summer of Horror at least until Halloween, you know, then we got to really do some hard, good stuff for the for October. Um, so I think that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, my birthday was uh, last week, so that's why you didn't really hear too much from me. I actually needed I needed some a mental time off. like I did I, I went to see my folks up in um, Baltimore, and then I came back. Then I recorded like six podcasts in one week. I think I actually recorded that was the last time I recorded with you. Um I don't know, I was just mentally I was just tired. So I just took I took a week, maybe two weeks off. I had episodes like backlogged that I was just putting up, but I don't know, I just needed some break. So but I'm back, I feel good. But dude, I'm telling you, people fans out there, they want to hear your movie reviews. So I challenge, I already before we 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 started this recording, I asked Griffin I think he should sit down and just record 15, maybe 20 minutes of a movie review when you go to the movies. If it's horror related, let's put it on this podcast. If it's not, I think you, you should just do movie reviews. Do a little segment yourself. I, I will teach you the ways. It's very simple, it's very easy. There's no expectations. It'll be fun. What's that? Good story. Listen. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is this is what you should do. Here's your solution to your problem, ready? You you need to Quentin Tarantino the movie review. This is this is how Quentin Tarantino does it, ready? He should. No, 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 no. This is quit classic Quentin Tarantino, ready? He, tells you, he shows you the ending of the movie, the first 10 seconds of the movie. And then he's like, okay, let's go back. Let me tell you the story. So that's what you need to do. You need to just hop on everybody. Like, listen, just saw The Quiet Place 2. I give it an A+. It was a great movie. All right, now, if you're still here, let's, let me tell you why I'm giving it an A+. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of like, that's just what you should do. Just be so direct and just say, like, this is what I'm going to say. So... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so the people that just want to know if you liked it or not can be gone after five, six, you know. Try to stretch it out to like 30 seconds. Then after that, you act, if they want to stay and actually hear your thoughts, bam, you tell them your thoughts. So good idea. I like it. But all right, Griffin. Until we meet again. Bum, 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 bum. That was a great episode. I hope you guys loved it. Um, real quick, if you're still listening, I just want to say thank you once again for liking us and sharing us. Um, we are on multiple platforms out there in the world. And any way you guys love listening to us, please keep doing it. Tell your friends about it. We could not do it without you. So thank you guys so much. I know Alex appreciates it. I appreciate it. And everyone else who's been on our show definitely appreciates it. So, but. Just in case you didn't know, we're on Facebook, Couch on Fire Podcast. We're on Instagram, Couch on Fire Podcast. We're on Twitter, Couch on Fire Podcast. YouTube, Couch on Fire Podcast. Just check us out. Google us and see what we're up to. See what kind of events we're going on. So thank you very much. Love you guys.